Hey, welcome to the Go To Physio podcast. In today's episode, I talk to you about the one thing I wish I knew when I started my private practice 12 years ago. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to episode number 30 of the Go To Physio podcast. My name is Dave O'Sullivan, and thank you again for tuning in. Well, we're at the halfway point of this mini series or sub series in the podcast on what the um, Go To Therapist Mentorship. Uh, students are going through at the moment and they have just gone through module six which is uh, an implementation week uh, in the mentorship so uh, we unlock some business content for them if if that's where they are in their career so uh, this week I unlock uh, how to grow word of mouth private practice using the exact same strategy that I used to build from a single uh, room above a running shop to where we are now with five treatment rooms, a gym and um, a yoga Pilates studio. And some therapists take the opportunity to go through that business side of it. And for others, it's just a lot about catching up on on some of the content, refining and, and almost just taking a week to breathe. Now, I did have a coaching call at 6 a.m on friday morning with them and um, we've got some really really good questions um coming in as well and i've got my slide deck of the coaching call just in front of me and what we covered in that really to kind of link the team teams even of um communication and business is we covered a very important concept that you know a lot of solo practitioners they're they're starting off in, in business and you know you're, you're setting up your private clinic and you know everyone's on about a website everyone's on about leaflets everyone's on about marketing templates everyone's on about where I'm going to get my my customers everyone's on about you know all the the sexy stuff for for want of a better word and a lot of therapists to get excited by that and, and they get excited because it's new it's different okay and you know uh, i'll say this and i'll put my hand up and and, and that was me too um you know because we're learning new skills our brains you know they they love learning new new information that's what essentially they're, they're designed to to do on on some level and you know it it's all really really um exciting stuff and then reality kicks in you know and what we have to understand when we set up um, a private practice or even you know if you're a solo uh, therapist right now and you know and, and you've been at it now for for a few months and you know you're you're doing it but you're also doing something part-time somewhere else like, like a lot of therapists who originally come into our mentorship have done or you you know you you're at it for a year or two and, and you just can't seem to break through the um the number of patients you see per per month if that's in terms of revenue that you're collecting profit or or whatever then for me, there's only three things we, we really can focus on and should focus on. And the first one of those is increasing the number of customers and, you know, that come through the door or said another way, you know, increasing your, your number of new patients. And, and that's the one that everybody gets obsessed over um, at the start. And it's the one that a lot of therapists you know, if you put down hour by hour, minute by minute, how much of your attention, how much your focus, how much your effort and energy you put into growing your business, this one hands down is going to be the one where the vast, vast majority of therapists 
are focusing their energy on in, in increasing their number of, of new patients. You know, we're trying AdWords, we're trying Facebook, we're trying blog posts, we're trying X, Y, and Z. We're putting exercises on Instagram, etc. And And that's all, all well and good. But that, to me, if that's where our focus on, that's like putting water into a leaky bucket, okay? If there's, there's other underlying problems um, within the business, okay? And that kind of brings us on to numbers two and three, which are the two that I obsess over in my clinic, and that's uh, increasing the patient's average spend ethically, okay? And I genuinely mean that ethically. And then number three, increasing the number of times that that person um, purchases from you or uses your services, okay? Now, numbers two and three, you know, kind of go together um, with us as therapists in terms of, you know, we're seeing people multiple times within the first um, first episode or, or their first symptoms. So you kind of, I like to break numbers two and three down into number two would almost focus on increasing their average spend when they're with us for this period of, of back pain or knee pain. And then I'd like to, I like to break down number three into increasing the number of times people come back to us. Okay. So we have a, a stat in, in our clinic existing uh, patients initial assessment versus you know a, a new patient that have, have just come into us so number one increase the number of customers that that new patient initial assessment that would be a number one whereas the number three the increase in times number of people purchase from us or the frequency that they come back to us once we've solved this problem from that would be what i would call an existing initial assessment okay so we're very very interested in those stats we're very interested in in the average spend with a patient and this might all sound very businessy but those business stats tell you a lot about where you where you are clinically okay and that's very very important to understand that i can tell with my therapists that work with me based on these stats and a lot of these stats that we track where the problems are clinically okay so again a lot of therapists are focusing you know now when they have their own clinics yeah sure we're going to do a little bit of cpd training you know we might read a blog we might you know read a paper these days if if you're you're lucky um for a lot of people rather just go to um to instagram and, and facebook and stuff to get their cpd which which is fine to a point but um you know the amount of time we spend on you know, looking at the sexy stuff, so to speak, versus actually improving your ability to increase the average spend with a patient. So how, how do we increase the average spend with a patient ethically? Well, we can do that by making sure the patient doesn't drop off after two or three sessions. We can do that by making sure that the patient gets the results that they want, okay, and that we deliver the results. So again, they don't cancel, they don't not show up to their exercise, uh, show up to their uh, appointment. They do their exercises to get the results. Okay, and a lot of that will happen for me. A lot of the work we do in the mentorship, and again, just reaffirming this in, in the coach call this week. A lot of that happens in the initial assessment, in terms of setting our expectations. And again, it's about giving people value for their money. Okay, there's you know increasing the average spend. You know straight away your brain's going to go oh that doesn't sit well with me you know are we are we scheming people out of money you know people aren't buying a price people judge by value that they receive in in return okay and i think that's very very important to get your head around okay 
And the way that I see it, that we can offer massive value to patients is get them back doing things that they love doing, make massive impacts in on people's lives. Okay, so you know if someone comes to you with the expectation of oh, you know I've, I've got back pain, um, I've had it for years, it it's um you know it stopped me doing X, Y, and Z, and you know I just want some relief. If you do that, that's fine, but if you can get that person back to what the back pain stopping them doing and giving them the confidence and the self-belief to get back to those things. And then their friends and family see, see them back at those things. They're going to be going, wow, you know, what, what's going on? What, what did you do differently? And then that's the natural leader or lead into a word about referral. Okay. Because they're doing things differently. People are seeing the differences and you're at a massive value to, to that patient's life versus just giving a bit of pain relief you know, they, they, you haven't made a massive impact on the patient's life. You haven't given them the confidence, the self-belief to get back to things they love doing because they still have a, a belief that, you know, it's dangerous to bend, twist, turn, whatever. You know, th that's, a, that's a completely different story, okay? And the average spend of that person is probably going to be the difference of about two sessions, which are two to three sessions, which is probably 100, 150 quid, okay? 100 to 150 quid for that person to get back into social environments, doing things that they love doing, whether it's bowling, whether it's gardening, whatever. The the amount of money people will pay to get back into into stuff like that is is unbelievable. Okay, and you're you're just charging an extra two sessions. Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's show. For more clinical content and tips to help you implement this content in the real world, please visit thegotophysio.com for more information, including my six-step patient adherence checklist, which you can download for free. And also there's more blog content that helps you implement this stuff in the real world. You'll also find links to my YouTube show, The Go-To Physio Show, as well as lots of more information to help you become the go-to therapist, helping real patients get real results in the real world. Okay, so there's this massive mindset, limitation, limited belief uh, in therapists, and we we stick our noses, if I'm being blue, uh, bluntly honest there, <coughs> in people's finances when we've got absolutely no idea of their financial circumstances. It's none of our business, okay? Our job is to basically, or my job is to, to help that person get back to, to whatever they want to get back to, if that's what they want. Now, we get very, very clear on that in the initial assessment so again i'm not saying you do something that they don't want to do you ask them what they want to get back to and you, you go about designing your treatment plan for that because if you can make massive impacts in their lives it'll be um it'll make such a such a difference okay and then that brings you on to number three of increasing the number of times they they'll purchase from you because they will come back to you again with niggles with anything like that because they trust you and they'll also tell their family and friends because they trust you as well Okay, so that's very, very important as well is, is, you know, if I go to, to you, go and see X, Y, and Z, um, they'll sort you out for, for a pair of shoes or, or whatever, get a, a pair of jeans or whatever, and then you have a bad experience with them, and then you go, how'd you get on? I'll, I'll be honest, they, you know, I bought a pair of jeans that ripped after two days, or, you know, the, the guy was rude in there. I'm going to be embarrassed by that, Okay. I'm going to be 
a little bit embarrassed by by sending you there. So so when I give a word about referral or recommendation, there's risk involved on my side as well. I'm putting my nose out to to do that now. You, um, so that's a person who's you know you're maybe not you know set the world alight with them. Whereas if put it on the other shoe, if you've got that person back to doing something that they had no belief that they could get back doing, they're back doing it. That person will fight your corner and they'll almost prime the patient go you need to go see this guy he got me back to this this and this he what he'd done with me was completely different to what i've had in the past he'll he'll help you that's much much more likely a person to give you a word about referral then when they come to you obviously you need to walk the walk and that's the other big thing as well is when we look at these three ways to to grow the business a lot of people are talking about, you know, we're making promises on our websites. We're saying we're going to do this. We're saying we're going to do that. Now, I'll be honest, that that there right there scares the absolute shit out of me um, when I take new therapists on is what's on my website, the promises that we're making, we need to walk the walk. Yeah, and that's why I'm a little bit in. You can ask my, my new therapists. Uh, Craig just come on and, he, you know, he's two years qualified and I think he was kind of wondering, God, like these guys are going a bit overboard here. I'm two years qualified, but wanted to make sure that the quality that he's putting out, because my worst fear is, is damaging my reputation. Okay, my word of my reputation. I've worked so hard to build in that clinic. My other therapists have worked so hard to build, both therapists who are there now, who therapists who contributed to that. You lose your reputation, you know, that's that that's the worst nightmare. And that's the same with the mentorship, okay? And that's why we make sure that people are suitable for the mentorship um and that we don't um you know take people who who aren't going to get value from it okay or that we we genuinely believe we can't help just like in a clinic someone comes to you with red flags you're going to move them on to the appropriate person if you if you can't help that person okay or at least you, you should do so that's the the big big um thing that i think is very very important that I'm trying to get through to therapists this week in how what we're doing in the initial assessment, what we're doing in our effective explanation has a massive impact in setting expectations, which is gonna focus on number two and three. When you set up your own private practice, when you try to grow your private practice, the vast, vast majority of people are trying to increase the number of customers. They're not focusing on increasing the average spend of the customer or said another way, making sure that patients follow through on the treatment plan. And make sure that you get a massive result to them. You give a massive value. They tell their friends, okay, because that's what word of mouth is, is when you offer massive value. It's not when you just, you know, relieve their symptoms a little bit. And then on the back of that, your word of mouth referrals will, will grow, okay? So for me, if I was starting out again, okay, and I wish I could know some business uh, tips, uh, for therapists thinking of going into private practice, thinking of making that plunge, or who are in it now, and you know it's not maybe as fast as they they thought it would grow. They're the two things I would be getting absolutely obsessed about: increasing my average spend with a patient, ethically increasing the number of times people come back to me and see me for different things. Because with two and three, you get that right, you will massively increase your word of mouth uh, referrals. Okay, and then the bonus of that is you sort numbers two and three out first, then you spend money with Google AdWords, then you spend money on Facebook, you're gonna get a massive return on that, okay? Whereas a lot of therapists are spending, you know, 50, 100 quid a, um, a week on Google AdWords, you get, you know, two patients in for that, and they drop off after one or two sessions or two or three sessions, 
Okay, so you basically you're breaking even, or you're just making, you know, fifty quid uh, back off your AdWords plus the cost of labor of of you actually doing the thing, paying your admin, paying your rent. By the time you work all out, you're not you're not actually getting that much of a turn from your Google AdWords. You put that on the other hand to a therapist who has a clarity and structure step by step system, who sets expectations in the first session, who keeps that patient adhered to the treatment plan, and who gets the results. Even if it takes a couple more sessions, they wow their patient. That lifetime value of that customer, it's not going to be two, three sessions, which was, you know, let's keep it simple, 150 quid. That lifetime value of that customer, six sessions is going to be 300 quid, plus the next, you know, time they come back to you for a niggle, which might be another three sessions, which is another 150 quid. All of a sudden, we're up to 450, etc. Okay. Um, my lifetime value um, of of some of our of our customers, okay, it's it's around three hundred quid, okay. Um, now this is the interesting bit. My lifetime value of my top, you know, within the top twenty percent, okay, that's well over a thousand pound. Now that's over, you know, going on ten years now that people have spent with us, okay. So when you you get people who trust you who know that you're not trying to rip them off, who um, believe in you, then they're much, much more likely to come to you sooner rather than later and, and tell their, their friends and family about you, okay? So again, that £1,000 average spend for you know your top 20%, that's not you know us getting them in saying, oh, you need to come back every week and fairmonger. And that's them coming into us with, with maybe two or three episodes of, of issues over the last, over the last 10 years okay but it, it's the long-term gain okay i'm in it for long term rather than just trying to you know run a google ad get someone in the door for two or three sessions and that's it because then you're going to be always on that roller coaster trying to increase the, the number of customers whereas if you you set up your practice and you obsess about increasing the average spend and increase the number of times people purchase from you by getting ultimate results the way to do that, the quickest way, is have clarity on a structured step-by-step treatment plan. Communicate that effectively to your patient, and then the, the rest takes care of itself. So if there's one business tip um, or business knowledge that I wish I knew 10 years ago start or 12 years ago starting out my, my private practice, it would have been that. It would have been understanding the power of the three ways to grow the business, but also understand the powers of number two and number three. And that's why I'm always talking about confidence and clarity and structure, step-by-step systems. That's the fundamentals of a successful and a profitable private practice. Because if you don't have that, you're always going to be screaming, or sorry, you're always going to be searching around for number one, trying to increase the number of new patients constantly. But as I said, that's the equivalent to me of putting water into a, a bucket with a hole in it. Okay, if you if you you leak uh, stop that leak from happening, you fix numbers two and three. These patients will be uh, with you for a long, long time. Okay, and again, that's you know the the thousand pound average patient spend for a lot of these patients. That's not just um, physio. You know, that's massage, it's Pilates, it, it's other stuff as well. Because these people, then um, we bring them into that resilience. Okay, so again, a lot of people, it absolutely pisses me off sometimes how people are, are you know, the sexy buzzword of, of resilience that people are saying on Twitter, we need to empower, we need to be resilient, etc. But yet no one's willing to, to take those extra sessions to, to build resilience. Okay, so again, build resilience, empower patients, and then 
you know, um, have that encourage that ability of, of living a, a healthy, active lifestyle um, once you once you get them out of out of pain. And as I said, if they if they don't want that, that's absolutely fine because they know that they trust us enough that if they have a niggle again in the future, they'll come back to us. And I know if someone else is a niggle that we will be top of mind um, for that word of mouth referral based on a few uh, things that, that we do um, as well in the clinic from a business side, which is a bit beyond the scope of this. So even though we, we've spoke a lot about business today, I want you to get really, really clear here. I'm not saying increase your average spend by, um, you know, scheming people out of or, you know, being sneaky and getting people in for extra sessions that they don't need. What I'm... Um, focusing on or what i'm encouraging to focus yourself on increasing the average spend either by number one um and the easiest way is increase your prices okay but for that you have to have confidence and clarity to increase your prices to deliver the results so you increase your prices there's more pressure there's more expectation patient expectation is massive as it is in private practice so if you increase your prices then you need to be able to deliver that comes back to the to the same thing here of the other option to increase your average spend is make sure that that the person doesn't drop off okay that they complete the full six seven sessions whatever it is that it's going to take that you've designed in the treatment plan make sure they, they understand the value in that if they do that you've given them a great chance to get value that takes takes care of that it also then feeds into number three of increasing uh, the number of times that that the patient comes back to you in the future as well because they trust they know they like you and it, it um it'll take care of itself so again increase your prices do it that way it all comes back to confidence and clarity it all comes back to maximizing your clinical skills um at the foundation of everything you do so that you don't have a leaky uh, bucket okay and as i said that's that's pretty much what we do in the mentorship we we help people get clarity confidence and structure okay i can you know bring you for a um, a weekend course i could do a weekend course I could show you a lot of assessments. I show you a lot of hands-on techniques. I could show you a lot of rehab techniques. Reality is you're probably going to remember two or three of them. Um, and the worst thing, even worse, is you're probably going to give every single patient next week those two or three exercises, those three, two or three hands-on techniques, those two or three um, assessments. And you'll probably do that for a while, and then you, you lose interest in it. Whereas I'd much rather get you in and help you with the problems that you have in your business in your your clinical skills in your confidence with your clarity with your structure that's what what my mentorship's about okay so again it's very very important to to understand that um the most important thing for me is that you um the outcome i want you to achieve is you get massive value in terms of getting confidence and clarity okay and that should sound very very similar to the conversation i've just had with you about what my goal is for a patient is my goal with you, just as with my patients, to wow you, give you a massive value so that, you know what, you'll trust me um, and you'll get such good value that you'll go, you know what, uh, when you see your friends that were, you were in uni with or in course with, you should have a look at, at that mentorship. It's made a massive difference in my life. Okay, and, and that's that's the ultimate goal for me with, with this. This is why I give lifetime access to it. That's why I obsess over the support we're giving the quality of the content, how we deliver the content, every aspect of it is designed to um, to give you massive value. Okay, so that's it for today. Um, turned into a little bit off uh, topic into a business um, topic, but um, as I said, I think it's very, very important and, and I wish I knew and understood this um, starting off 12 years ago instead of getting all 
excited about websites and excited about marketing leaflets and excited about this, this and this. I wish I um, really focused the majority of my attention. And I, now I'm not saying the other stuff's not important, but what I am saying is if you put just like the 80-20 rule, I wish I spent, um, you know, probably 80% of my attention on number two and three. Okay, and then I spent 20% of my attention on on increasing the number of customers because initially starting off, because if I had done that, then I've got no doubt um, I would have um, I would have increased um, the the business even faster. Okay, so that's it for today. As always, head over to www.thegotophysio.com um forward slash blog there's plenty of resources there if you're a therapist who's thinking about you know moving from the nhs or, or the healthcare service to going out on your own you're taking the plunge then make sure you get in touch and as i said the mentorship's a great fit for somebody like that as well to give you that support you know if you lack experience if you're um you know a little bit skeptical if you can do it on your own if you're a bit nervous about going out on your own then the community inside the the mentorship is going to help you also, if you're a solo practitioner, if you're out on your own at the moment, you're stagnating a little bit, or you you know you've got some tricky patients you're you're struggling with, then the mentorship community can definitely help you with that as well, and and solve a lot of these um, cases for you or help you solve them, while also growing your business, okay, and getting your your return on the investment very very quickly. Okay, that's it for today. As always, thanks very much for your time and attention. And I will uh, see you next week when we get into module seven, where we're talking all about progressing now from the bed to the higher level rehab strategies that the therapists are now going through on module seven. I'll speak to you soon. Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's show. For more information, please visit www.thegotophysio.com where you can download my six-step patient adherence checklist absolutely free, as well as read the accompanying blog that goes with today's episode. We've got lots of cheat sheets and clinical content to help you implement to get real-world results with real patients that ultimately helps you become the go-to therapist and allows you to build a profitable, busy private practice or become that go-to therapist in professional sport. I'll speak to you soon on the next episode.